while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. So, welcome back to South Coast tonight. I'm Chris McCarthy. As always, Marcus Farrow is here as well. No, you're you're good. You're you're good. I'm gonna let you handle it. So, Marcus, <laughs> um, I do want to draw I'm some people's attention to um, some of the articles you've written this week. Um, the um, big one, I think, is that you in Ward Ward Three we have the special election. We have uh-huh. two, we dueling endorsements tonight, but. Both of the candidates have oh. now come out and told I you. I like dueling endorsements. You like that? Dueling endorsements. Um, like Star Wars. Similar. Saber duel of endorsements. The, um, I was going to go with maybe something like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Okay. A cowboy movie. Okay. Not some sci-fi nerd <laughs> thing like you're, like you're, like you're okay. trying to drag me into. But anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Beloved nerd fest over here. But... <laughs> The um, <laughs> so it's like we, a Clint Eastwood. Yes, that's exactly not Mark Hamill. You pain exactly, <laughs> exactly. So we have um, although Mark Hamill is supporting the Ukrainians, but at is this he, point, you know, you can't support the Russians. No, because they're monsters. <laughs> no. Well, we heard Congressman, uh, which King. I guess to you would be like Darth Vader. <laughs> You know what's funny? You know what's funny, Chris? Uh, in Star Wars, uh, Darth Vader in the Empire is actually the United States, and the Rebellion is the Viet Cong. That's, your, that's a Marxist no, tra- no. translation of Star Wars, folks. From from George Lucas. A from Marxist G- translation. <laughs> he didn't write it. He, he recommissioned the books. Mm. Still. With a Marxist translation. He was... He was um, had I known in 1979, I would have left the theater. <laughs> and I was somehow cheering on the Viet Cong while wearing a diaper. 1977. 77. I think it was 77. That's where I was. It was in the theater. I remember my father took me. My father must have desperately wanted to go because he took the three of us. My mother stayed home. I think what, that, what happened was my mother wanted peace and quiet from the three boys. Mm-hmm. And um, my father... Wanted to see the movie. <laughs> so he said, I'll take the boys, honey. Like he was doing her a favor. I think this is how it works when you mm-hmm. have three kids, you know? Yeah. My father went, oh, honey, I'll do you a favor. Yeah. But he wanted to go see the movies. Of course. Probably Irished up his soda while he was sitting there. <laughs> I remember my brother Neil peed the, in the theater. That was 70. But by no means were we watching the Viet Cong take on the USA. You didn't know you were. That's that's how propaganda works. Yeah, you didn't oh, exactly. It really is much like it, it really is much like over the weekend because there was no football. I was watching because I don't count the Pro Bowl. I was watching. Um, you've got mail. I thought it was a nice romantic comedy. And what do they do? They sandwich in a defense of the Rosenbergs into that romantic comedy. I then <laughs> you've got mail. <laughs> it is. It's right in there. I didn't. I didn't see. I never I seen the flip movie. Out, I flip out. <laughs> Natalie Cassidy, an hour dissertation. 
I then begin looking up old columns I wrote on the Rosenbergs, <laughs> can which can tell? be found at WBSM.com. <laughs> can you tell? Um, can, yeah, you had one on uh, on, on uh, like uh, Obama maybe pardoning. But no, Obama didn't. He stood up to our congressional delegation. Okay, but can you explain to people who the Rosenbergs are? The Rosenbergs are the only reason we're not dropping the atomic bomb on Russia now. The, re- the Rosenbergs were American communists who stole the secret of the atomic bomb and gave it to the Russians, which then advanced the Soviet Union to enslaving all of Eastern Europe. But there is belief that they did not do that. No, no, no. They, no, they absolutely did it. Right. The but, belief is that belief. they didn't get a fair trial. Right, but I, right. That's the belief. No, the, the, there's no question they gave him the bomb. Just was that maybe the U.S. government, although were correct in the dissertation that they gave him the bomb, played a little too. The defense played. The, the defense was not adequate, and the prosecutors played a little too close with Judge Kaufman. But meanwhile, everybody on the prosecutorial side, was now facing the working end of the Stalin's bomb. Right. So, I'm sorry, they might have cheated a little bit. But nobody doubts that that the Rosenbergs gave the bomb <laughs> play, to the Soviets. Play to win the game. Um, when the, so, well, the communists were playing to win the game. That's yeah. why you don't treat the communists like gentlemen. You ruffle some feathers. Judge Kaufman, he went... You mean those people right over there gave the bomb that's going to murder my children? Then he sentenced them. To Thank the, God. Then he release. He sentenced them to the to the chair. Let me escape from this flesh prison. He sentenced them to the chair. And, <laughs> and, 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 and Roy Cohen was known to roll his sleeves up and get dirty a little bit. <laughs> so therefore, while Eastern Europe was sentenced to life in a communist prison, and much like today. The Ukraine is, is facing possibly being nuked. It's all because of the Rosenbergs. Yeah. And meanwhile, Elizabeth Warren writes a letter. You said Roy Cohen known to get his hands dirty? His hands dirty. Yeah. He played he's a rough. Mob, yeah, he's a mob lawyer. Before that, he was McCarthy's lawyer. Yes, exactly. And, he's good, and he was good friends with Donald Trump. He trained Donald Trump. Yeah. 508-996-0500. Let's go to it. Good evening. Hi, hey. I'm calling about Sheriff Haru, Haru, sure. Haru, whatever the name is. Potato, potato. Yeah, go every ahead. Time, every time he's on, it seems like you never get to call and ask him these questions that I always want to call. I've well, called well, before about this. And I feel like he just comes on and talks out of both sides of his mouth and he never gets called on it. First of all, who cares if you think the logo's ugly? <laughs> and how much is it not going to cost us much? What What possible benefit? Would it make to the sheriff's department or the Bristol County House Correction to have a new logo? Is it going to bring more people in? I was wondering the same thing. Like, that's ridiculous. Let's go down to the sheriff's. Let's go get arrested. Yeah. And who cares if his stepbrother, brother-in-law, foster brother or whatever is a sheriff in another town, country, planet, and thinks that that's what you should do when you get a new administration. First of all, that logo's going on every uniform, every hat, every coat, every building, every letterhead, every uh, every business card, everything. It's not, not going to cost much. And then when he says it, out of the other side of his mouth, he says, and I'm not putting my name on it because in 6 to 12 years, 
You're going to have to pay thousands of dollars to She's get that wrong. off. <laughs> She's not wrong. That's a decent point. But... Come on. He does that every time. He can't get his name right, and he pops out of his mouth, both sides of his mouth, every time he's on, and I never get a chance to ask him directly. Well, no, the reason why you don't ask is because when we have guests on the phone, we can't really hook up the calls, but I appreciate you calling. But, but we do We do have, here's the thing, we do. We are looking at scheduling an in-person appearance, because I've had him on in person several times yes. throughout his campaign and after he got elected, and he did take calls, he did take app chat messages. So, you know, it's something that we have done and we will do in the future. I mean, you know, he, he, he started that thing. He came on the radio and said, oh, we're taking Ash Street Jail. We're closing it down. We're putting it in the ICE facility. Nope, we're not doing that now because that's not feasible. So, I mean, <laughs> what is feasible? I can't, I can't believe he said it's not going to cost us much for a new logo that I think is ugly. Is that what he did in Attleboro? Drove around and said, oh, God, there's another one of those Bristol County House of Corrections vans. Look at that ugly logo. I mean, who cares if it's ugly? Who cares if he thinks it's ugly? It's only it's six just, years, ma'am. That's what he That's what he thinks for the first like month of his new administration is he should change the logo. Well, no, that, I mean, that's clearly, you know, you, you heard the whole conversation. It's not the only yeah. thing that he's thought of. It's not the only thing he yeah. did. He gave away something. He's going to put a TV on the logo. He's giving away things that doesn't cost us anything, and then he's building things that are going to cost us. So, but it's never going to be much when, when he does it. It's not going to be much. It's not going to be much. He Ma never tells us how much it's going to be. It's not going to be much. <laughs> See, Ma isn't he a fun guest? Ma'am, Ma I, I, I'd wager you voted for Sheriff Hodgson in, in November. Yippee. <laughs> no, but listen, I appreciate I appreciate Sheriff Haru coming on and I really appreciate you calling in because that was that was a very good observation. I was you know it's funny. I was nodding along when he was talking about not changing his name. I thought that's pretty sensible. But you're right. When he said now he's gonna change the logo, I thought well, that is that is well well if you're gonna change it, it's gonna cost you a hell of a lot actually. When you change it on all the unless you're gonna change it out as the vehicles come along line, things right. like that. Or but it'd be a long way to else. get there. Right. But, okay, just thank you. To say it. <laughs> I appreciate no, no, I appreciate it. Thanks for the call. All right, thank you. Thank Bye. you. What about when he puts the televisions back in the cells? What's uh, that lady's gonna have something to say about that? I think he should. I know you do. <laughs> I, I actually don't mind the television in the, in the cells. I'll tell you why. Because I do believe that you have to have something to take away. In other words, okay. when I was a kid. My father would take the television set away, right? take the television out of my room, go. And my, my brothers used to go, he doesn't care, he reads. <laughs> he doesn't care if you take his TV, he just reads books anyway. So yeah. there was no way to punish me. So I do, I do agree that if someone can earn a television set in their cell, right, then as long as they, they keep with the programs, things like that, they, they, they retain. Uh, I, so I, I think it's... It's a good thing to have as an opportunity for him. Yeah, and I, I just, yeah, right. And I just think it's, you know, probably making it, you know, making the conditions there a little bit better. That's part of his philosophy is making it a little bit more, you know, comfortable is part of his philosophy. And I think part of the general, you know, in terms of corrections, reformist philosophy, making things comfortable is a way to lead people on a path towards not recidivating or reoffending. So. Maybe I'm completely wrong them. Because I was thinking you give it to them so that you can say, we can take that away if you screw up. It sounds a little paternalistic, uh, but it makes sense. Well, have you ever been locked away with no television? No. I have. Yeah, you have. When you go to the Army, basic training, I couldn't even read a newspaper. Mm -hmm. So believe me, I understand when, when people take stuff away, 
like once a month, we would get a special duty to go down and, and clean this, the command center mm-hmm. on the overnights. And they had a television set. It was the greatest thing in the world. I'm watching reruns in Alabama of Three's Company at 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm thinking this is the greatest thing in my life, right? I mean, so Come I understand. Come and knock on our door. No, exactly, right? <laughs> I can understand when you lose all, because there is a calming effect, almost like a, like a tranquilizer to having a television set. Yeah. All right? And so it allows you, it's escapism, right? So I do understand why giving someone a television set would keep them controlled. And if you say, look, look, Matt, if you, if you do whatever it is or you don't do whatever it is, we're going to take that television set away from you. So I do think it's a much easier way to control a facility um, without having to have the, 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 the well, bone breaker crew. You yeah. still need those guys, but well, yeah, I just I think it's um, you know, I, I, we're not. He, it's not something he's said publicly he's going to do, but my, you know, we're we're assuming that he's he's probably going to do that, right? I mean, well, plus in, implementing trick or treating—that's weird. But anyway, <laughs> go sell to sell. What do you have for me? It's a Snickers bar. <laughs> do with it what you will. Uh, 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on the air. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chris McCarthy. As always, Marcus Farrow is holding the fort down as well. <clears throat> We're taking your phone calls at 508-996-0500. <clears throat> so, Marcus, um, you um, had some stuff on the Ward 3 candidates. They are both supporting Ms. Pimentel for the vote board. Yeah. So, no matter how that race comes out, does that tell us that the math we have right now tells us that should the mayor bring her back up again, she'll yeah. make it. But there's a potential hiccup there, isn't there? Okay, so uh, here's the here's here's the situation right now. Um, I uh, I got some uh, commentary from it. I didn't have any confirmation from the person for whom the subject this the subject of this controversy, but I have two credible on on the record sources. That's right, good. One of them being City Councilor at Large Chain Burgo. Okay, and um, the what they're trying to do with Car- what 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 Shane Bur- what Burgo told me is that Councilor Naomi Carney, who is the chair of appointments and briefings, and an opponent of Pimentel, opponent of Pimentel, and an opponent of any change in Vogue admissions. She made that clear when she was here. She said, yes. she, lo- she said the, the ver- I think verbatim, I love the culture. I don't want to see it change. Yes. So um, she, Burgo told me, and I heard this from another source, Burgo told me that Carney wants to send Carol Pimentel's nomination out of committee to the full council with a vote of no further action. Which will cause what to happen? That will kill her nomination. Okay. Mitchell can renominate it, renominate her, but then a few things can happen, right? Okay. One, it's got to go through the city council, go back, like they got to put it to the city council, then they got to refer to appointments and briefings, and it's got to come back out. Okay. And then they got to confirm it, right? That's just if everything goes smoothly. Meanwhile, sand through the hourglass. <clears throat> well, well, not only that, you've got uh, you've got Council President Morad, who's 
been an opponent of changing the Vogue admission standards. Which therefore means she's an opponent of Pimentel. Which therefore means, she, and voted against Pimentel. Right. She can hold that, right? She's the council president. Yes. She can She can hold that in committee. She doesn't have to do anything with it. Right. You have Carney, who can hold, uh, who, who can, if it if she doesn't hold that, if it goes to committee, you have Carney that can sit on it if she wants to. Right. Right. And then even if they don't sit on it, which, gotta think. They're, they're going probably, to. Yeah, of course they're going to. Um, even if they don't sit on it, it's still going to take months for that to go through. Meanwhile, they don't have they don't have to fill that seat with right. somebody that they don't think is you know basically jives with their vision of 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 the admission standard for Volk, which by the way at this point is could be on the wrong side of a federal civil rights lawsuit. So, Marcus, what I what I what I have to say is that. And I and I did reach out to Naomi. She she didn't get back to me. And she normally she will. I think she normally does. Yeah, she she's normally does. pretty good about she, that. You know, listen, Naomi. Whether whether you agree with her on this issue or not, I like Naomi. She, I do too. Yeah. She's always forthcoming. Yeah. Um. One thing I do appreciate, even though I disagree with 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 what's going on here, um, I do appreciate the sophisticated nature with which the counselors are are operating. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, because I, I do. One of my criticism in the past has been that they don't always use all of their power, use all of their things that they have, the levers that they have, um, to manipulate uh-huh. the, the the outcome. Yeah, um, we saw that, for instance, with the um, with what I thought they could have done, for instance, with the um, new methadone clinic proposal on Union Street. Um, we're seeing some of this with the safe injection sites where you have a nominee, uh, Ms. Kavanaugh, who seems very qualified, but who may be wishy-washy, maybe even be in favor of these safe That's injection sites. That's going to be sites. on the agenda on, um, on Monday, too. So you saw where Councilor Gomes and Ian Abreu sent her back to committee. Mm-hmm. So that's going to come back around. So you're starting to see some of this, which I, I just appreciate as, as someone who likes the legislative process. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no, it's much nicer when they're debating tactically, u- using the rules to move things around. Look, I think Shane Burgo, we had him in to talk about it when he orchestrated a walkout, which, 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 which at first seemed like I'm taking my ball and going home, but when you realize was actually a pretty sophisticated move, yeah. particularly for a rookie counselor. And then, and then brought, it brought attention to the issue. Correct. It brought attention to the issue and stalled it yeah. Because he was going to lose. Yep. So he said, I'm not going to lose what I consider an unfair process. I'm not just going to sit here like a bump on a log and mm-hmm. watch it happen. Yeah. I can make a move. So he yeah. made a move. Whether you agree with it or not, you have to appreciate that when a man sees he's about to go over the cliff, he does something. Right. Right? Does something. So I do want to say the city council, whether you agree with the outcome or not, is improving. The theatrics, anyway. <laughs> 508 I'm sorry. It sounded... <laughs> sounded how I wanted to sound. sounded very patronized. No, but really. I mean, look. I when give, they had the vote... I give them two thumbs up. When they had the whole vote to be against the, um, the methadone clinic, a new yeah. methadone clinic, and then they just breeze through the waiver for the guy the next. I went, what are you doing? <laughs> that was infuriating, right? 
And the mayor had sent them a letter, things like that, ex- explaining to them, here's what you can do. Some of that had to do with personalities, things like that. And so for some people, and look, I, I, I'm, a good, I'm good at holding a feud too, but sometimes you give it up in public because it just doesn't wear well. Um, Chris, what do, yes. you, what do you think of the, social me- the, the new social media account policy that they, they want to do, or new social media account that they want to make for the council? What is it, Marcus? Okay, so Adam was uh, we, the 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 bass was on the attack. The bass who swims upstream. Yeah, the bass was on the attack on um, on Thursday. All right, he was at the meeting, and he uh, I guess one of the things Councilor Gomes had come up with, and I, it was a pretty good idea. What's going on? And it's not it's just a paper blowing. I thought it was sneakers. It's paper. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a pair of sneakers going across. In front of the window, but it's actually like just a paper. Disembodied sneakers? No, no, like someone dressed like a ninja with white sneakers. <laughs> that has like really sophisticated camouflage, Marcus, except for the sneakers. You don't know that there's still an unsolved murder in New Bedford where guys dressed up like ninjas and went and shot someone to death. Really? Yes. I didn't say, I didn't say, I, let me say this, not unsolved, uncharged. Uncharged. <laughs> To quote my friend Paul Walsh, it's not unsolved, it's just uncharged. Ah. But anyway, go ahead, the social media policy. I don't know. This seems a lot more interesting. Well, the, well, if you see just a pair of sneakers under the window and you can't see anything else, that might be the last thing you see. But these ninjas, they're going to wear uh, clothing that's well camouflaged enough that you can't really see them, except they're just going to wear white sneakers. They have style. <laughs> I have to tell you that my my opinion is those ninjas had style. Or maybe the sneaker. Yeah, maybe the sneakers. Remember, Marcus, not unsolved, uncharged. Mm. What's the social media policy? Social media. <laughs> so there's a new, uh, there's an idea that Councilor Gomes came up with that I think is pretty good. They want to have the city council have their own social media accounts on Twitter and on Facebook. I like this for selfishly. I like it because it gives me more to tweet about. But they don't have their own now. They keep, they no, understand. they just no. The city of New Bedford has their own social media accounts. Okay, but the city council doesn't. But like Brian Gomes has a Twitter. Yeah, I guess they want one for a unified bot, like the unified body oh. to talk to, to like post meetings ahead of time, stuff oh, like that. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. So to, to post meetings ahead of time and like. Here's the schedule. Here are the you know, the minutes, the agenda, and all that. They said, um, he said, there's uh, uh, it was on the news recording. There's some of the bad news that's being covered. We want to do the good news too. Okay. Um, but I thought it was a good idea. Again, I, I think it gives me more to to it gives me more to do. Honestly, no, I agree. I can. I the can more retweet. information, the better. Yeah, uh, the more information, the better. And I think it's a good way to um, have. A little bit more transparency and, uh, you know, connect connectivity with your constituency by doing that. Look, I'm all for more gasoline. Where's the fire? <laughs> <laughs> we have a call. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Gilly Sapfield. Hey, Gilly. How's it going? How you doing? I, let me run something by you. Sure. That motion that Brian Gomes put on the agenda Thursday about uh, Facebook and all to get a hold of the people, you know, to give them the idea. Didn't, didn't that gentleman from War 3 they ran, was that Oliver? Didn't he bring that up during the, when he was campaigning? 
If he did, I didn't hear it. I'm not sure. I, 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 have, I have to plead ignorance on that too, Gilly. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I know he has a Facebook page, um, Oliver, and he uses it pretty effectively because I've gone to it to get information. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, uh, I'm not perfect, but I'm wrong sometimes. Um, I thought he brought it up to, to get a hold of the people to get involved. And when I, I was at the city council meeting the other day, and when I, I read it, it's like somebody's stealing somebody else's thing. Well, that, that you know, imitations is a serious form of flattery. I think if it yeah. was a good idea... And I think it's a good idea. And if, however, Councilor Gomes came across it, whether it be from a candidate in the city council uh, running for city council, or whether it be his own conceptualization, I think uh, it's a good it's a good thing that an elected official takes a good idea and no, 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 makes it policy. That, that was a good idea that yeah. the kid brought up. I'm just I just think it's funny that uh, I read it and he's putting it in just before the election. That's why. Yeah. Um, well, I, I th- again, I think uh, if if he found it because of Mr. Oliver, then good on Mr. Oliver for for helping to make that policy change. That's well, that's we good. You should give the kid some credit then uh, instead of trying to take it like like you came up with the idea. That's all. I'm yeah. Saying. Again, I don't know how he. I don't know how he. Um, I don't know how the the policy got. Uh, uh, I don't know if Councilor Gomes thought of it a while ago, and it just so happened that Mr. Oliver brought it up. I don't know if he heard it and said, "Hey, that's a good idea. I'm going to run with it." But I just. I mean, I just want to bring that to your attention because you guys brought it up. Yeah, no problem. Hey, thanks, Gilly. Thanks, Gilly. Appreciate okay, it. You guys have a nice day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, so I know that, for instance, Ian Abreu is pretty, pretty active on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Gomes, I know, has a Twitter account. He's pretty active there. Um, I know that Candidate Oliver has been pretty active on social media, um, particularly Facebook. Um, I think uh, his opponent, uh, Carmen Emerald, has as well. Um that's why I, that's why Marcus actually I, I didn't quite understand what what the city council was looking to do now I, now I get it cuz I think most of them have pretty active social yeah, media yeah they just want something to like represent the body saying hey this is the stuff we've got going on right i i do feel like there's going to be some got to be some discussion over who administers it well that's my, so that's what i was wondering is who is that going to be um the city clerk i mean i don't uh, know also what the what this account should do as just a governmental account isn't is post the business of that of that governing body but a very they, neutral posting that's exactly what i was exactly they shouldn't say well you know we gave these fifty thousand dollar pay raises right. out because <laughs> they well, shouldn't do that the other thing too marcus <laughs> as, as we know here um tim weisberg works doubly hard at trying to moderate the comments so that we don't have anything on our social media that's offensive, um, or defamatory. Or, 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 or some really nasty posts. Arsonists. 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 Yeah, right? arsonists. Things yeah. that are defamatory. You know, yes. not, they're, not, they're not. They're nowhere within the bounds of legitimate commentary. You know. Yeah. And so, I feel like um, you're only begging for trouble with a city account with with a comment section. Yeah, yeah. For all the uh, local arsonists to just chime in. <laughs> I know I look forward to reading it. Don't get me wrong. I think in this situation, too, you're... Can you turn you're... the comments off? I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't think you can. Thank you, you know Mr. Zuckerberg. You, you know what you probably can't do is either is, is, is block people. Right. How soon can they get this account up? Because <laughs> <laughs> let's face it, I love reading the comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I, I don't sometimes. Well, no, I, I mean, you know, when I, I, I can tell you that some of you are very foolish with your, with your comments. Some of you make comments that you think are not going to live forever. You never heard of Irish amnesia, though. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm in a goddamn coma doesn't mean I'm not going to remember what you said about oh. me. Right? Yeah. You know who you are. You know who you are. And so do I. Mm -hmm. So do I. Mm -hmm. I have the evidence to give to the jury if, yeah. I, if that ever gets that far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slicker than Murdoch. So the, um, so the reality of it is, though, is that I think most of the city councilors, however this all comes out, um, I, I think that it's probably good to have a neutral thing but as you say marcus whoever administers it, it it should probably be someone who works in like the city council's office let's give it to dennis lawrence yeah right I'll, 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 i have a great thing to say about dennis lawrence i moved a house with dennis lawrence we moved someone out dennis lawrence okay yeah when you when you he's the assistant uh city clerk he's the clerk of committees i think they call it and he was a city councilor one time so dennis lawrence and i no dennis farries we moved dennis farries actually okay yeah so, when you move someone, with someone, when you move a house, not an apartment, a house, you learn about their work ethic, right? You learn that I'm grabbing one lamp, I call it a day, but <laughs> not Dennis Lawrence. He grabs the heavy end of the bureau. He and I, he, he and I, we, we, we helped move Dennis Farias years ago, right? We were much younger guys then. Yeah. But you, you saw really their work ethic. So I would, I would any project with Dennis Lawrence, I would go along with. That's why I also say, let's give him the social and media account. Here's my thing with moving. Um, Don't do it. I know. So every time I've moved, when I've moved my condo to my house, no. to this, to that, I have always hired movers. You're a good man. You know why? Because you don't want to help other people. Exactly. No, that, that's okay. <laughs> exactly. Listen, that's exactly. fine. I've had, I've had friends ask me to move and I say, no, and I, I don't even give an excuse like, no, I don't want to, and I've, I didn't ask you to help me move, so I'm not going to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's why you don't buy a pickup truck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I saw you had a pickup truck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, I mean, really. The um, no, I but, did that but, to my friend one time, actually, because I, I needed something moved that was beyond the window of when I had movers. Uh, for my for my house, and it was like a really nice set with a dry bar and all that stuff. And now the guy doesn't talk to you anymore. He talks to me now, but it was you know he had he had big plans that day, and uh, <laughs> I canceled them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm hoping there's someone out there with an extra kidney like that. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be willing to cancel their plans. I know you were planning on urinating next week, but listen, <laughs> those plans are over. Um, so 508-996-0500. We'll, we'll take a quick break. Yeah. Listen to us live anywhere in the world on the WBSM app. South Coast. The voices in the night that cover the news of the day. I heard the voices too. Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. More of South Coast Tonight happens now on WBSM.
Welcome back to the show. I'm Chris McCarthy. Marcus Farrow is here as always as well. We're going to go right back to the phones. Good evening. Thanks for calling. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Mr. McCarthy. Nice to hear you. I talk to Marcus most of the week when you're not here, so it's good to hear you. It means that you're well and you're here. It's great to be back. Thanks for calling. Okay. Now, back to the uh, the city council. Yes, I think sir. the website is, in the, is, a, is an attempt to try to get the public to look at the city council in a more positive way, not squabbling amongst themselves and actually try to try to point out uh, some of the good things they've sure. done. I think recently they haven't looked too good in their jousting with the mayor. That's I, correct. I, I have to say... Uh, they the, haven't. I, I know how you feel about how I feel about the mayor, Chris, but uh, <laughs> I have to say that the mayor, I think, has uh, looked better than they have mm-hmm. and, and the issues that have come up recently with the, uh, uh, with, with the uh, Vogue issue and also with the uh, downtown clinic there that uh, he seemed to offer an olive branch to try to send this back to the council. Let's talk about this some more. And they kind of snubbed them, you know, right. that sort of right. stuff. So I, I think they've not looked very well in, in, their, uh, in, in their deliberations. So I think this is an effort to try to point out the things that they might have done that are, you know, good things that people don't necessarily know about. Uh, however, when uh, Linda Morad comes on with another counselor every week, unlike Ian Abel, who came on by himself, right. uh, and I think that's an effort to try to show, too, that they're working together and they're one big happy family. It is, except for the one Ian time is, except for the one time she used Brad Markey as a meat shield on the pay raises <laughs> that she used. She did. She used Brad Markey as a meat shield when Tim asked about well. the pay raises that she put an amendment in on for it was absolutely reprehensible well, other I, than that i mean i haven't minded. i can't se- believe you fell for it. other than other than that i haven't minded the segments but that one was reprehensible well let's put it this way after the exchange of the gavel which really was an exchange too well uh is she going to come on with ian i don't think so right yeah you know? right so to me i think if she's the head of the city council she should be on and if the other councils want to come on i'm sure you guys will make time to, uh, to speak to them we certainly would okay uh, so, anyway, but I think it's an effort to try to show the more positive side of the council and what they're doing and what they're accomplishing and how they're all big, one big happy family, which they're not. But you know, that's another thing. Right. Uh, the second issue I want to bring up is Big Al. Sure. Uh, I heard this morning uh, him calling. Uh, to me, uh, it, the sound of his voice, I. Uh, it looked like he was looking for help, right? Okay. And I hope you guys can uh, provide some for him. I know they talked about this morning uh, possibly approaching Catholic social services. I think up near the old uh, St. Uh, uh, John uh, the Baptist Church there. So here's the thing. I'm going right to call Mark. I'm going to call Mark. Yeah, well, he has a staff. He, yeah. he deals with his stuff. That, that's, I'm going to call Mark. Well, let's, let's, I'm going to short circuit it. Let me just give you some leads, yeah. though, because they talked about this t- today. I think up across from the old St. John the Baptist Church, uh, the uh, Catholic uh, Social Services has uh, an adjacent building where they uh, house people. Also, I think the rectory was used for the veterans at one time, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe that, those could be uh, temporary spots. I don't know. This wasn't brought up, but the, uh, the Sister Rose House down on Division Street, is that a possible place, too, where they could, you know, give them some temporary uh, you know, uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to figure it out. I I think that's something. Again, we're 
we're trying to, you know, we just got this news a couple hours ago, yeah. so we'll, yeah. we'll try to we'll try to move on that. But I know I know T- Tim's. I mean, uh, Tim, Chris is going to reach out to to Senator Montigny tomorrow. Sure. Hey, listen, we've got we've got a heavy break. We got to take, so uh, we not, do appreciate. But, but before you take the break, sure. not, not just Big Al. I'm sure Big Al too would want anybody else in that building that's been affected to try to get some help for them too. No, sure. absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Mark tomorrow. I would have already talked to him if it was a normal night. It just happens to be a Friday night. Hey, yeah. then before the grace of God go I, absolutely, you know, ends up, yeah. you know that sort of thing. Listen, All we're right. here for everybody. Good to hear you, gentlemen. It. Chris, good to hear you, Thank too. You, my I, I, I hope that I could hear you more during the, the week with your uh, protégés there, but uh, uh, you, you know what you got to do, and, uh, you know, it's it's always good to hear you on, on, on the radio again. I appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you, my friend. All right, stay on the line. we got to take this break. We'll be right back. WBSM has teamed up with South Coast Health to help bring awareness to Heart Health Month. All month long, we are keeping you informed when it comes to heart disease. You can learn some heart-healthy tips, find out how to support heart research, and find out how you can make a difference on the WBSM app right now. Brought to you by South Coast Health. More than medicine. Make it in. Live from the 1420 WBSM studio. Back to New Bedford's biggest stories. Powered by flagship insurance agency, New Bedford. Contact them today for a review of your personal or business insurance needs. Go to flagshipins.com. 1420 WBSM. WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station. And welcome back to South Let's Coast. Go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. Good evening. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. You can, yes. All right, so... um. I'm not a rich man, um, but I want to uh, put Big Al up for the rest of the weekend. Okay. That's very kind of you. Um, I think he's uh, at the Moby Dick Hotel, is that correct? Yes. In room 19? I believe that's correct, yes. Yep, and um, I I have uh, like a, I don't know, 15-minute commute every morning and every night, and uh I hear Phil on the morning, and I hear uh, Big Al call in, and uh, I want to do that. Um, can you guys help me out to do that? How, how does he get in touch with you? Uh, no, Nobody got in touch with me. No, I'm how would he get in touch with, with you? you? Yeah, how would he get in touch with you? Uh, you want my number? You know, it's probably... You know what? I got your number here, so what I'll do is I'll write it down, and we can find a way to deliver that to Big Al, because I have it here on the caller ID. But he's at uh, Moby Dick Hotel room. in room 19, right? Yes. All right. I think I can uh, use my debit card and uh, right. make sure... D- sir, we, we, got, 